Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of the You, Me, and BTC podcast. Glad to have you with us for the 120th time. I hope that all of you have been here for all of the 119 previous episodes, because if not, you're worth nothing to us. So, so if you haven't done it yet, you got to go listen to all 119 and come join us for 120. Or by the time you're done with those, it'll probably be like 130 or something. But, but you got to catch up. I am Daniel Brown, and I'm here with Tim Baker and John Stewart. How fast are they watching these things? That it takes them like, I guess ten. Yeah, 10 weeks, 10 weeks for 100. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. You know, you're right. I mean, you're going to binge listen. There's no question about it. So you could probably finish it. Exactly. People tell us they can't get enough of it all the time. Right. So maybe so far we've only had one guy actually do that, right? That we (laughs) know of. That we know of. That we know of. But really, I mean, everyone's done it. They just don't want to admit it. Other people are just like, stop. So we have lots to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, Craig Wright some more, the guy that claims to be Satoshi, and he says he can prove it. Uh, So we're going to briefly touch on that in a bit, and we're going to talk about Big Macs and something about poor people. I don't know. It's it's another (laughs) one of John's just crazy ideas, and we're just going to see where it takes us, which we've been doing a lot lately, but I kind of like that format because... That's the way we work best. I mean, we've known each other for years, and that's all we've ever done is just come up with random ideas and just blabber on, which is why this podcast even got started. So I really like that format. Is this the part where we start sabotaging the show with really downgrading what we do, or is that coming later? I, was sucks. I downgrading it? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the opposite of downgrading. We need to get blab on and just incessantly <laughs> talk about pointless things that we've just dreamed up that we think someone else and we think you'd like it's to like enjoy It's like Seinfeld except not as funny. Yeah, and you don't get to watch anything. <laughs> it's the podcast oh, about nothing. <laughs> well, hey, the blabbering comes later. We're going to get there. But before we do, the first thing I want to do today is mention again our Patreon campaign. And there's a couple ways you can find it. There's ymb.tc slash feed us. But again, Tim and John are not okay with talking about fetuses. I don't know why they're so offended by hey, it. Hey, that's a sensitive topic. There's a lot of political, <laughs> you know, debate about Can we these. just abort this whole topic? Actually, please? I don't care. So originally... <laughs> good. Better than every joke Daniel's ever made combined. <laughs> Originally, the redirect was feed us, like support us because we need to buy food or whatever. But because of this whole fetus thing, it actually works if you type in ymb.tc slash f-e-t-u-s. It'll take you to the right place. So it works either way. And uh, But if you don't like fetuses, you can still go to patreon.com slash you, me, and btc. That is a thing. And you can donate per episode and get some perks. We got Twitter shoutouts, bumper stickers, whatever. And we'd love to have your support. We do have one patron so far, and he, he wanted us to let you guys know about a Bitcoin app that he created for Android. It basically lets you convert, you know, from millibits to euros or from dollars to, to Satoshis or something like that, however you want. And it's it's especially meant for traders, so you can put in a percentage, like of a markup or a markdown, and it'll calculate all that for you. 
If you're interested in that app, it's at ymb.tc slash westsidebitcoin because that's the donator's handle. It's at westsidebitcoin on Twitter. So you can find that app if you like and download it. All right. I want to talk about Craig Wright and Satoshi. They're not. Nobody else does. All right. (laughs) So we're going to move on now because I only do what other people want. No, and... just John. You, you like <laughs> defiantly try to just. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if right. you like the idea or not. You're just against pretty much anything I say. Yeah, I, you're John, right. You're but... absolutely right. I mean, you're wrong. That's I don't agree you with you suck. at all. Right there, Daniel. There you go. <laughs> oh goodness, that, that's a catch twenty-two, right? If you say I disagree with everything that you say, do I agree with that or do I disagree with that? I don't know. All right, where was Make I? Make your own decision, uh... like a real person. <laughs> No, seriously, what was I going to talk about? Uh, Satoshi, Craig Wright. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to get into this whole story. We covered it before. We have an episode called Rights Wrong, PGP. I, I screwed this up last night when I was doing the Bitcoin News Show, too. I thought he was practicing I could not, in front of <laughs> I could not say this title. The episode was Rights Wrong, PGP Key, or GTFO. And, uh, we, yeah, I don't know. We didn't think... He was Satoshi, but at least I don't think we did. I know I didn't, but you can listen to that episode if you want to know what we really thought. But apparently some news has come out that he's contacted news agencies again, and he claims that he can prove it, and he's going to do so within a few days, maybe even by the time this episode comes out. So I don't know. I I don't want to get into the whole story. What I really want to say is I got the gambling bug and I want someone to bet me because I do not even remotely think that he is Satoshi. I mean, yeah, there's a ton of interesting backstory. We talked about the murder mystery and the the associate who had the flash drive that he would protect with his life or something. Uh, You know, there's a lot of crazy things about Craig Wright and he has been in the Bitcoin space for a long time. But sorry, I'm not convinced. I want someone to bet me a lot of money. Okay, not a lot. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that rich. But uh, if you donate you on talk Patreon, about how much money you have, like every single week. <laughs> you yeah, think we need more a betting, man, Daniel. We need more people to donate on Patreon so I can bet more. <laughs> <laughs> All of our proceeds go right to funding Daniel the addiction, the gambling bug. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's. That's I I don't I don't want to get into more details because for me it's as simple as that it's a joke to me it's not true at all so anyway bet tweet me at you me and BTC on Twitter and let me know if you want to bet me and we'll work out some terms that's really all I got so you fancy yourself a bet Daniel <laughs> you you dirty rascal you you can't you don't don't disbelieve this man who I don't remember his name. Elon Musk, he's a big computer guy. He probably has a lot to do with Satoshi. If he like Elon Musk, who who is that? When Elon he's Musk the guy is the Tesla. With the, he owns Tesla and SpaceX. Yeah. Okay. What does that have to do with this? I didn't know Satoshi? the name. I just picked the name. Why are you quit derailing this? Anyway, <laughs> this is Satoshi. This guy is obviously Satoshi. He has all the connections. So I, I'm willing to bet you, Daniel. All right, so you think you want to bet I don't know me that where Tim is going? <laughs> you want to bet me that Elon Musk is Satoshi? Is that what's going on right now? No, Elon Musk hit Satoshi with his car. That's why they can't find him. 
right, all right, all right, whatever. I, no, I don't know what just happened. If an electric car hits someone like right at the beginning, they probably would have just buried the body because they wouldn't want to like ruin that kind of technology. It would save more humans. <laughs> anyway, off of Daniel's betting thing, we may or may not bet. Okay, all right. I, so, first I say question. I get like really good odds for this though, like. Like define really good odds and define like a ballpark how much you would want to bet. Like like are we talking like twenty bucks? Are we talking like a hundred fifty bucks? Are we talking like a thousand bucks? So so yeah. Would let you me take know. a thou- like a, a grand bet from me? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> that that's why I'm asking. All right, that's that's important here. All right, so so give me a ballpark bet and I need some odds here. Say twenty twenty for a ballpark bet. Twenty bucks? Yeah. Twenty bitcoins? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it get me on the hook for a lot of money I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so twenty bucks and uh odds. Like like are we talking like one point one to one? Are we talking like ten to one? Like I need some ballpark numbers here. Honestly I'm not that much I, I don't even know what those mean, Daniel. Okay, like if you win ten to one means like I get if you win, I give you ten dollars. If I win, you give me one dollar. And for every dollar, I okay. Well, wait, I should be asking this: How high are you willing to go? Because all of a sudden, I just want to go the highest. How high am I willing to go? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, tw- I I would do twenty. It's a t- it's a hair low for me. I, I don't know, maybe like forty or fifty, but I don't know. Okay, we'll figure this out. One to thirty. Are, that's even why are you one to 30 odds yes one to 30 i don't believe the guy i think he's retarded. are you kidding me so like if if you win i give you 30 bucks if i win you give me one dollar is that what you're saying yes 30 to one <laughs> i mean i feel joke? like that's pretty fair considering yeah, the fact that tim doesn't Satoshi. believe the but guy I, don't, I don't even get the point we just took up five minutes of airtime for one dollar not yeah, worth it at all that's all we're to doing me. here daniel we're grinding out the last little bit of this we're just trying to get the time in uh, i'll give you like like two to one maybe three to one why would i even do that I'm all right Luke. all right tim here's what we'll do 20 bucks three to one so if i if you win i give you 20 bucks if i win you give me what is it like six bucks six sixty six or whatever devil's number all right like seriously, what's the point of even betting for seven dollars? There is no point, but there's no point in me taking this bet. It, like this side of the bet does not work. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Final offer: four to one, twenty dollars <laughs> and five dollars. Deal? Sure, Daniel. All right, all right, good, good. <laughs> now, I can't believe I'm doing all this for five bucks. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> so terms. Well, like that's how Daniel makes supposedly. His money. Supposedly he's out. gonna he's gonna perform a cryptographic miracle, which to me that <laughs> says like he's gonna sign stuff with like the Genesis block or something because only Satoshi would have that. Forget address. Roger Ver, this is real Bitcoin Jesus. Bitcoin Jesus. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. So actually, I don't know. This this might be a little too technical, and I don't know all the details. And I don't know all the details, so maybe we shouldn't work this out on the air. But we'll have to talk about like what actually makes him prove that it's Satoshi or not. And if anybody has ideas for how we can kind of prove that, I mean, because technically, most people say like even if he does sign stuff with like the original private keys. I mean, even that's not really proof because maybe his dead friend was Satoshi and he stole the keys. Maybe he bought the keys from Satoshi, something like that, and it was like an off-chain. Hit him with his car. I told you. 
Well, yeah, you never know. But yeah, so anyway, so it's impossible to prove it completely, maybe. But still, I would still be willing to pay you off if he signed with with the Genesis block. So we can talk that over later. But but we will do that. And and if you have an idea, anyone out there for how we should put terms on this, send me a tweet to at you, me and BTC. I'm going to have some fun cutting that together because Tim went way off script because this this entire show is scripted. I'm actually reading a, a book right now, and I spend the whole week writing it. I'm not even and, a real uh, voice at this point. It's just sound bites he's put together. <laughs> yeah, I, you're actually auto-tuned also because I can't stand your voice. Why do I still voice? sound like shit? <laughs> the funny because thing is that you're nobody... You're beyond I, hope, Tim. I can't fix your voice. I do the best I can. Nobody knows that Tim has actually been dead since, like, episode five. And <laughs> all of these episodes, we've just edited together recordings of different words to make sentences. <laughs> exactly. We just have some recordings of him on file. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. If you listen right. closely at the end of Strawberry Fields, it's actually <laughs> Tim is dead. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so me and Tim, we, we've argued too much. It's time for John to get a piece of the pie here. And uh, I know pie? you would never bet me, John. So so your airtime has well, to do with Big Macs, I guess. I don't want so. a piece of the pie. I want a piece of the hamburger. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Both of you uh, shut the fuck all up. Right. <laughs> all right, so take your piece of the hamburger. Tell us what's going on with all Big right. Macs these days. Well... The Big Mac is just like is is I mean, not that the main. Was a good transition. You yeah. can't deny that. <laughs> so we've been we've been teasing the Big Mac this whole time, but that's only like really just like one thing that made me think of another topic that I've thought about a lot in the past. So the thing with this Big Mac is there was an article that came out I don't know how long ago, but basically um, some I think it was like a nutritionist or like some kind of scientist was arguing that in the history of humankind, there has never been a piece of, or I guess a meal you would call, I don't know. There's never been a meal more with more nutritional value per the cost than the yeah. Big Than not the Big Mac. It's actually a McDouble. We, oh, we've yeah, been yeah, saying yeah, it wrong yeah, yeah. the whole time. But anyways, <laughs> Big Mac, whatever. Well, McDouble, that's actually that's actually a decent talking point about how they're able to sell it so cheap which which i have a bit to say but yeah i'll let you finish i'm gonna let you finish <laughs> yeah so anyways um it just reminded me of other conversations i've had with people and it, it, i also kind of thought of this because of the conversation that we had on the show last week about people being willing to spend more for stuff that's organic or handmade or things like that like people thinking that that's somehow better. And I remember one time having a conversation with a friend of mine. This is Once again, a John thing. is the one who has conversations about this stuff all the time. <laughs> Which means absolutely nothing. <laughs> but other than I've talked about it with some random person that you guys know nothing about once. But anyways, <laughs> we were just talking about how like people are all snobby about like eating organic food and shopping at Whole Foods and stuff and, like, how all all this processed food that we eat now is so evil and, like, it's ruining our society. Meanwhile, like, the reason that we can... Uh, that, like, even the poorest person in this country eats better on a daily basis than, like, most other people... or people in most other countries, like, 
is because of all this processed food that is supposedly so evil and horrible. Well, like the GMO stuff, that was that's done a lot. This is going back to Africa, so it's kind of dangerous territory for me. <laughs> Tim, to yeah, Tim, well. Tim has Tim a rough time Africa. with Africa. <laughs> I don't, but I think this is something I read about a while. See, I don't talk to people; I just read things. Either way, it doesn't really matter, I guess. That the, I mean, GMO crops are big for any kind of third world country where if they can resist more diseases, then it's, it doesn't really matter that it's not organic food. The people there, I mean, it's just eating. Well, yeah. Not only resist diseases, but also that it can, it can be modified so that it actually can exist in those climates and okay, not just yeah, die yeah. off. That's part of it too. Produce more. I mean, that's, Bill Gates talks about this kind of stuff a lot because he does this kind of stuff in third world countries. Like he, funds people who are developing crops that can be grown in third world countries. But that's a side topic, I guess. So so let me see if I have this right. I think what you're saying is, well, I may, I'm sure you have a lot more to say too, maybe. But uh, it seems like, you know, we could have a discussion about GMOs explicitly and we could have a discussion about GMOs explicitly and are they good, are they bad? Like, are they really, like, terrible and deadly or whatever? But I think what you're saying is that's not really the discussion. I mean, even if they were pretty unhealthy and, and not the best, they're still really cheap and really efficient. And so for most people who need a cheap meal, a GMO is way better than anything else because it's all they can afford. And it's way better than nothing. So I think our, is what you're saying is we're not going to talk about are GMOs good or are they bad, but it's more of like, well, what difference does it make? It helps people live, right? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. I mean, like if you have the money and you want to shop, do all your grocery shopping at Whole Foods and eat only organic food that's going to help you not get cancer or whatever else, like that's great. Like go for it. But – I think you can make a parallel to this with like stuff that people say about the minimum wage, how like there's that image of like raising the minimum wage is like cutting off rungs from the bottom of a ladder. It's just like what you end up doing is making people who don't have like a skill set or, you know, don't have connections to get a better job. Right. Just like don't get paid because all the cheap jobs get, uh, automated yeah. or they just get done away with. I think the same argument can be made about like this kind of stuff a and not even just like food. You could also, I mean this, this brings in a whole other question, but talking about stuff made in sweatshops too, like there's oh, yeah. a whole, there's the whole thing about like, is it okay for people to be forced to work in sweatshops or like, are they being forced or are they doing it willingly? There, that's a whole different thing, but just like talking about things that have been made cheap maybe by in ways that like some people don't agree with is, is that bad if it helps so many people if poor people can afford to eat at mcdonald's is mcdonald's really that evil yeah i i agree and i don't remember if maybe we had this show this discussion on this show but I, i'm leaning towards no i think i heard it on a different show but yeah i remember a discussion about like uh, yeah, exactly that about the minimum wage and about sweatshops and how 
yeah, I mean, there are, yeah, sweatshops are terrible things. And, you know, maybe they're, especially if they're forced to work there for, well, if they're forced to work there for nothing, then they're not just terrible, they're just plain wrong. But I yeah. actually like how you made the distinction between terrible and wrong. Even the fact that you're, saying, you're having to defend <laughs> yeah. what you're saying right now. Some people, like, wouldn't like to make that distinction. I think it might exist. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so, like, if, if, if they're slaves, then it's just plain wrong. But if it's, like, a sweatshop that pays 10 cents an hour, it's not necessarily wrong, but it is pretty terrible, right? I mean, it's probably, yeah. it's not and, that bad compared to the rest of the jobs they have. Exactly. It, the- and I think that's the even broader point that John was trying to make is that, well, yeah, 10 cents an hour sucks. It is pretty terrible. But the alternative, especially if you implement a minimum wage, the alternative is if you work for him for 10 cents an hour, I'm going to lock you in a cage. Like what? Like that? What? <laughs> so, so that's one alternative. Or the other alternative is even if there's not a minimum wage, the next alternative might be to work for five cents an hour. And then it's like, well, all right, then I'll take 10 cents. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. And this is kind of just another random thing. I I feel like we need to start relating these things to Bitcoin somehow. I'm not sure if it does. I mean, we also talk about liberty a lot. And I think this has to do with liberty more than it does Bitcoin. I am with you there. And... I think we should too, but I, I want to quickly get back to, and maybe this might have a little bit to do with Liberty. It definitely has some stuff to do with marketing, which we like to joke about a lot. But uh, one thing I was thinking earlier when we were talking about McDouble versus Big Mac is how McDonald's is able to sell the the McDouble for so cheap. And that's because the Big Mac exists and the Big Mac is like five times as much, Right. So to me, that has to do with marketing. That has to do with the fact that the U.S. is way rich. Like even the poor people in the U.S. are way richer than we like to admit. And we can afford to buy a Big Mac for five ninety five, even though we can have three McDoubles for that same price. And I don't know if that's the price disparity is that great. I think you'd be surprised. I remember, I I do remember doing the math on the Baconator at Wendy's because I love yeah, I love I, bacon. That's true, but and, I, Wendy's is a completely different thing. All right, well, I'm looking up fast food what do you menu mean prices. Wendy's is completely different. Wendy's is where burgers, Daniel. When no, Wendy's is in terms of pricing, I think is a lot different than McDonald's. What? I would completely disagree. I mean, I haven't been to either one in a long time, but I have never seen much of a difference at all. <laughs> no, I, I, Wendy's like trust like when part of Wendy's marketing, I feel like, is that they're trying to seem classier than McDonald's. Wendy's has really cheap stuff, but I the, think that like is things like the Baconator them. is like Wendy's trying to sell itself as like not a fast food restaurant. I, I could sort of see it. Yeah, and let me quickly So bef- the Big Mac is three ninety nine. Okay. okay. Yeah, so that's three that's And a McDouble is probably like one twenty nine. I need to use some control F on here. Okay, so McDouble you can get two for two dollars. Yeah, so so well, you can hold have- on. <laughs> a single McDouble is one thirty nine. Okay, there you go. So from one thirty nine to four dollars, that's you could have about three McDoubles for the price of a Big Mac, 
right? Yeah. Okay. So so the point there is that America is way richer than we think, and we don't care if we're spending three times. Well, okay, maybe the Big Mac has a little bit more. So we're not really spending three times as much as we need to. But, you know, maybe, maybe you know, 100% more or 50% more. Either way, the Big Mac is way overpriced in terms of percentages. I mean, who cares about two or three bucks? But in terms of percentages, the Big Mac is way overpriced. And America pays that, and that makes the McDouble cheaper because that gets other people into the store, and it gives you a cheap meal for your kids, and you can splurge and buy something good for yourself, right? I mean, I don't know, but the point is, like... That's what Daniel thinks of first when he takes his children out. <laughs> I'll get them the shittiest thing. Yes, all those children that I have. <laughs> what? That was your first reaction to taking your kids out, was get them something bad, like, just like some run-of-the-mill thing so you can just splurge them. All right. Uh, I, I just, I, no, I'm questioning I actually, your future. No, okay, I, I know what you mean. Okay. I know what you wait. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta defend myself real quick here. I know, I do know what you mean now, but it was more of an indictment of America. It's, I'm not saying that I would do that. <laughs> I think America would do that. I'm anyway, so the weirdest thing about this is that the double cheeseburger is one sixty nine, but the McDouble is one thirty nine, and I'm trying to figure out what the difference is. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no clue. I don't know enough about this stuff. So McDouble has two patties with one slice of cheese, and a double cheeseburger has two patties with two slices of cheese. Okay, so you're you're paying a few cents for an extra slice of cheese, which is cents. actually <laughs> it's actually cheese. I worked in a fast food restaurant. It's the most expensive ingredient by the pound. I mean, compared to like anything else that we yeah. had in our store. I mean, dairy stuff is kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. So cheese, cheese is up there. So you got to pay thirty cents a slice. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. Do you guys even think that applies? Does that make a difference where people pay a lot more for kind of? <laughs> it's hard to call McDonald's a luxury item, but in a way, they overpay for some things just because who cares, and that makes it cheaper for the McDouble. I mean, first of all, do you guys agree? And second of all. Does that even make a difference? Does that have anything to do with what we're talking about? I don't know. Like I said, I, I just babble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing with the the Big Mac is that it has an extra slice of bread, and I think it's different bread. And it has, I think it also has the two slices of cheese. Okay, is it supposed to be healthier? No, it's just supposed to be more. Right. Mostly it's just right. more bread. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably the cheapest part of the sandwich. Yeah, that, yeah, probably true. The other thing is the secret sauce, because I don't think that's on anything else other than the Big Mac. But I'm not, I'm not a McDonald's expert. Anyways, this is pointless, but in case you wanted to know. <laughs> Are you tired of Bitcoin dice and ready for something different? Try Lucky Bit, the original falling coin game at luckybee.it. It's the most exciting Bitcoin game on the web. You can bet on five different payout lines and win up to 999 times your bet. You can even use their faucet to get some free Bitcoin. Dice is boring. Play different at LuckyBit. Check it out at LuckyBee.it.
so yeah i i still think we should bring this back to bitcoin and because you're right for several episodes now we've we've just kind of gone off on philosophy or or questioning liberty or whatever and we have limited our bitcoin discussion which is fine i mean i like i like the show every time no matter what we talk about just because i'm on it i don't care about youtube but anyway uh, but no i think we can take this a little bit into bitcoin and the biggest thing i think would just be that with bitcoin you can't really stop any of this I mean, and this is something we've talked about for ages on the show since the beginning, and it's one of the reasons people have always loved Bitcoin, but it just plain gives you freedom. And now I know this isn't completely true yet, because let's say you you want to work for someone below minimum wage. Bitcoin helps you do that, but there still is the government that's still going to come after you if they find out and stuff. So it it doesn't just magically make it, oh, I can work for a dollar an hour if I want to, yippity-doo. It doesn't make the minimum wage go away, but it does give you freedom, it does give you privacy, and it helps you get closer to those things. You know, if you want to work for below minimum wage, you can. Or if you want to sell GMOs, you can. And it's it's if with Bitcoin, it would be a lot harder to stop you. Does that seem like somewhere that this would apply? And and are we okay with that? Are there any flaws with that? Am I even right? Do you guys think that Bitcoin enables some of this stuff? What do you think? I mean, I think I I guess the reason that I have am like hesitating or whatever is because this isn't really this isn't necessarily like anything super new. Right. Or specific. Just in general, it lets you do more things. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree so with that. Not, yeah. I mean, I was just about to say how it's like, I, well, I did say, you know, we've been talking about this for ages. And it, it just is a really general reason that people like Bitcoin is it lets you have more freedom. Uh, so so I agree with that. Maybe Maybe an important emphasis here which you mentioned to me, John, before we started recording, is just the poor people, right? So, you know, freedom for anyone is good, but Bitcoin actually benefits poor people, right? Because they can, with Bitcoin, work for below minimum wage when their alternative is to not work at all, right? So, I mean... That's also nothing incredibly new, but I think that's a pretty good point to make. It's it's not just freedom, it's actually good for poor people, and I'm okay with that. Uh yeah. I get okay. like my I would make the caveat like third world like that kind of poor person, not like a poor person in the US because I I think like in general a poor person in the US who's working for under minimum wage is not going to be working a kind of job that well, I guess no. People make like jobs that are based around that here too. I'm just more thinking of what they do in uh, like third world countries. Like they have like uh, almost like charity businesses that they set set up. I think that's more where they're going to use Bitcoin. Anything in the U.S., they just pay people cash. Are you talking about? Well, that's true. Yeah. 
Are you are you talking about when you say charity businesses? Do you mean like the Red Cross could hire people? No, I mean like uh, like they'll go in and they'll give someone like um like a backpack cell phone or a backpack like satellite phone that they can walk around and let people make calls and they make money that way. But it's like you give the person something to make money with. Does that make yeah, sense? yeah, yeah. Just like uh, there's a whole system for. There's a whole market for micro loans or decentralized micro loans, and and they do talk about that kind of stuff a lot. Where you know people can take out a loan in in Africa for fifty bucks, and and yeah, they can have a an i uh, not an iPad. They're way too expensive. <laughs> they can have a Kindle Fire, right? Those are fifty bucks, and they can set up a business based on that with micro loans. Yeah, is is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yeah, that's more what I was thinking of. Okay, and you're saying Bitcoin enables that more than it's really useful in the U.S. Yes, I think so. I mean, it just it would take more people setting it up in the U.S., and I just see cash as being used it's more true. for stuff yeah. like that. No, you're right. That's something we've also talked about on the show is how in the U.S., I mean, as much as we love Bitcoin, it's just it's not entirely necessary for us in the U.S., I mean, you know, even though there's problems with credit cards and there's problems with cash, it's still not very hard to get by with cash in the U.S. compared to cash in, what is it, Venezuela or something? That's where they actually really need Bitcoin, where their cash is every day, it's, you know, worth half as much, right? Yeah, I think maybe like a, a word that you could use to kind of link the like Big Macs and bitcoin is just that it's like scrappy stuff it's just stuff that like is resilient it's like cheap it's almost like thrown together but it's just like the bare minimum of what it needs to be to get the job done if that makes yeah, sense yeah i guess but i i agree with the term scrappy stuff applies to you know gmos or or you know unfortunate jobs but uh i agree with the term i'm not sure how you're applying it though are you saying that scrappy stuff is necessary for some people or that scrappy stuff is just okay i, I don't know how are you applying that i guess it's a good question i mean i guess what i'm saying is that like people people tend to like not like that kind of stuff or think that it's bad but it has the potential to like make a lot of change or to help people okay yeah i'm i'm all for that i mean it's like rooting for the underdog yeah it's it's scrappy stuff but it's a good start and you can build on it stuff like that uh sure uh whatever that's a good sentiment i can live with that yeah i'm not sure if that's like if there's anything like deep or super interesting about that it's just an observation i guess yeah and, and i think it's a good one i i think it's probably one of the main points we set out to make when we first thought of this discussion is just that yeah sometimes things aren't great sometimes things are unhealthy or inefficient or sometimes sometimes life sucks well, yeah, yeah, but then, but the, the the point that we would actually make is that just because something, it, it's actually, it's almost like the terrible versus wrong dis point that came up at the very beginning. Just because 
a, a really low paying job is terrible doesn't mean that it's wrong. Just because the McDouble is terribly unhealthy for you doesn't mean that it should be illegal to sell McDoubles or 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 what is the the New York ban on like extra large sodas like just because they're bad for you doesn't mean they're wrong, right? Yeah. So they how about someone this? else I... a right to tell you what's wrong? You can like from a standpoint, I think you can make the argument it it could be like wrong as a whole thing, but you can't have someone else tell you what it is. Go, John. Yeah. So I just thought of this. And it, it, it works, it ties in pretty well with the terrible versus wrong thing. And I think this definitely will draw a connection between Big Macs and Bitcoin. <laughs> Big Macs and Bitcoin. Anyways. Oh, we got to do a new rap. <laughs> oh, no, please. Any, anyways, the thing is, it's another, it's another like two word phrase. It's like there's terrible versus wrong. There's also perfect versus good. So I think like another issue with this kind of stuff is that like people tend wow. to I like criticize this. things for not being perfect, but that doesn't mean that it's not good. And that that's where I think especially this applies to Bitcoin because that's one of the things like people will come up with all kinds of things that they don't like about Bitcoin. But like Bitcoin. even us we talk about all the time that Bitcoin has its flaws that we we might become aware of even more flaws in the future that it could even collapse or fail at some point whatever that may mean but the fact that it's not perfect doesn't mean that it's not good yeah and you know what i think an even more interesting application there that that might upset this is the part of the show where we don't admit that we're libertarians where we question liberty just enough to make <laughs> it sound like we might not believe in it and and what i would say is you could apply that to the government we all know the government is not perfect, but I don't know. Are there some parts where it does okay or decent or good things? Probably. And, and it doesn't I mean, matter after taxes. I don't fucking yeah, care. I think <laughs> it's just even for, I don't even care. Take my money. I just don't want to have to fucking write down on a piece of paper. And mail it in. It's <laughs> yeah, way too that, much for me. <laughs> that's such a good point though, because that relates to what we were talking about a couple weeks ago or was it a couple of weeks ago or like, I don't remember yeah, but about couple, like yeah, I know whether whether it's worth paying taxes to not have to deal with other things and it also relates to I think we talked about it on the show but I know we've talked about in real life the like the idea of like can you go to a national park and appreciate yep. it even though you yep. maybe don't agree with how it happened yeah and that that's exactly something that I was thinking of and yeah I think we have hit it on the show but yeah so and I've even heard people more hardened like Adam Kokesh. I mean, he even says this in his book, like, yeah, the government can do slightly helpful things. I mean, roads. I mean, okay, they're, Police aren't they get useless. us from place like, to place. Every, like, services that are provided, it's not, it goes back to people saying that if you're criticizing a service, people then, whether it's because they actually believe it or because... They just want to twist your argument because it's easier than actually arguing against it. Think that you're therefore against the service. Just because you don't like how government does something doesn't mean you don't want it provided. I don't even know if this is the question you were asking, but it doesn't mean that you don't want it provided. And it doesn't mean that 
Yeah, well, uh, well, the firefighters suck then because they, I, I, yeah, sure, they do a great job. Probably, I don't know. I don't watch them do their work, but you'd assume they probably don't suck that bad just because they're getting hired by a local government. And that doesn't mean that just because they were hired by a private company, they'd be so much better. It's just, it, it's, I don't know what I'd call it. It's, it, it's going to get provided and the government does it now. So it's not bad. I think I'm going to take kind of a cheap shot here and go first for the advice of the week and take the easy one. For me, it's going to be for me. Do not assume that terrible things are wrong and do not assume that imperfect things are not good. That's where I'm going to take this. I I don't know how I I think I worded that right and my first try, which never really happens. But that's my advice. Terrible things are not necessarily wrong, and imperfect things are not necessarily not good. Or they can be good. So that's my advice of the week, and if you guys have anything... Put on your tombstone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, was, he was imperfect, but he was still good. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> It's like imperfect, but, but but I was still all right. I'm still an all <laughs> I right wasn't guy. The worst guy in the world. It's like that uh, that phrase that came up when we were playing poker, Tim. Like, what's the point of being good if someone's always better? Yeah, you think you're uh, good, and then you suck. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think you're good, and then it turns out you suck. <laughs> all yeah. right, advice, guys. Anything, anything good? It doesn't have to be perfect, but you got anything good for us? <laughs> Well, since I'm taking credit for the entire podcast because this was my <laughs> idea and all of this genius stuff was mine, and Daniel just swooped in at the end and took it. If you want, all people I heard to, about at the beginning was Big Mac. History is full of people who've done the same thing as Daniel, so there's really no point in actually trying to come up with a good idea when you can steal it from somebody else and just claim it before anyone knows that it was them. Or yeah, be- that's true. Yeah. I think we've kind of given advice like that before, like steal ideas. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm not necessarily saying that's okay. There's, there's <laughs> no, you cut off there. John's advice it, is steal ideas. If you want to get ahead, forgery, piracy, John's for all of it. You should probably like just steal people's identities too. My advice is just don't steal people's ideas. Just take people's ideas and tweak them a little bit so that they, you don't get called out later about stealing their ideas. Because we live in a society of, of slaves to the copyright anyway i can't think of any actual advice and i think it's better to keep silent but i've already fucked that up too so i mean that's, i like how your on. advice was to steal things and tweak it a little bit and basically your advice was exactly <laughs> the same as mine except it was tweaked a little bit <laughs> that's right that's exactly right that's exactly right but uh but i'll take it tim I'm i mean so meta. I mean, it, it's better than nothing, right? Just like GMOs, it's better than nothing. So I'll take it, Tim. I am better than nothing normally. It's terrible, Sometimes but not. I'll allow it. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for being here. Get to you, me, and btc.com if you want to leave us a comment or, you know, if you're listening on YouTube, leave us a comment. Wherever you are, uh, on iTunes, you can leave reviews. We're up for anything. Tweet us at you, me, and btc on Twitter. And if you got an extra dollar a week laying around, Feed you us. can get to patreon.com slash you, me, and BTC. We'd love to have your support, and we will pay you back with, I don't know, a shout-out or a, a bumper sticker or whatever you want. Just, just Nothing of any real monetary value. 
Yeah. Hey, I paid. I think I paid like a dollar a piece for those. Doesn't mean stickers. there's monetary value to them. It just means you. <laughs> Why you just out of told money. them how much they're getting ripped off by becoming a patron <laughs> exactly. just to get a bumper wait, sticker? Hey, wait. Hey, I, I got to ship it to too. know that. Shipping and handling, though. Handling is real expensive these days. I mean, it's like I tried seven to get... bucks to ship a, a bumper sticker. You know. I tried to order a snuggie the other day, and handling was like was like twelve ninety nine. So it's, you know, handling is hard. So. Anyway, was that a joke? <laughs> I I was it, it was a joke, but I wasn't being sarcastic. I was being serious. Like uh, they charge a lot for handling. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how they because make their that money. Minimum wage. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's all because of that minimum wage. All right, guys. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Patreon.com. You, me, and BTC. And hey guys, all the music in today's show, the music you're hearing right now was from John Stewart. If you want him to do music for you, he I'm, I think he still does music for people. So tweet to JJ underscore Stewart and I don't know, get in touch. I, I'm putting words in your mouth, John, but I'm not going to let you correct me because the show's over now. Peace, guys. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.